This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. The Oregon Fish and Wildlife Commission voted on Friday to ban hunting contests for coyotes and other unprotected mammals on public lands in the state. These are contests where people compete to see who can kill more coyotes. Nobody on the commission voted against this change. Colette Adkins is the Carnivore Conservation Program Director at the Center for Biological Diversity, which was in support of this change. She joins us now. Welcome to Think Out Loud. Thanks for having me. Can you explain what a coyote killing contest is? Well, Oregon has had several of these in recent years. They are killing contests where hunters are awarded prizes like money or even guns for the most coyotes killed, the biggest, even the smallest. They really have been controversial because they re- they can be bloody and quite gruesome events. I mean, this is a situation where you've got hunters showing up with truckloads of carcasses to be counted and weighed. And there's been just really awful undercover investigations showing hunters laughing and joking about cruel gut shots and killing pups. And it really is giving has been giving hunters a bad name. How is this different from just plain old hunting that's that's not a contest? Yeah, I mean, that contest element is a big part of it, where there isn't a legitimate management purpose for these uh, these hunts. They're driven by bragging rights, by prizes. Um, and one thing that's been really helpful for getting these banned in Oregon and in other countries in the U.S. is that hunters themselves are speaking out against them because they do give hunters a bad name because they don't have a conservation purpose. It's really just a blood sport. What kinds of tactics do contestants use to attract or kill the animals? Yeah, there's lots of high-tech equipment used, like night vision goggles, um, high-powered rifles that really make the the coyotes useless for sale afterwards, their pelts being just riddled with bullets, Distress calls, like they'll play the sounds of coyote puppies to attract their mothers to be shot. And this is another reason why they've been so controversial, because it does lack that real, you know, element of fair chase that good hunting is grounded in. How many coyotes might be killed in these contests? I'm wondering how common they are. Well, in in Oregon, we know of just about five over the last couple of years of these contests. So I think they were on their way out already because they really are so objectionable. But hundreds of coyotes can be brought into these events. There's no limits on the number of coyotes that a hunter can kill. Hmm. The release by the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife said that the commission doesn't have the regulatory authority to prohibit contests in all situations. So what exactly has been prohibited and what is still allowed? Well, they'll they'll propose rules and we'll see exactly what the commission does in terms of prohibiting these contests. But what we know for sure is that individual livestock operators, for example, retain the ability to kill a coyote that's attacking their livestock. That's not touched at all by these rules. And that's not at all a contest. 
No, it, it sure isn't. Okay. So what we're getting at here are these um, incentivized killing contests. And it is, do I understand correctly, when I've read that this is on public lands, does that mean that an incentivized contest could still happen on private land? I don't, I hope not. I think we're, the devil's going to be in the details there. We're going to have to see what the, what exact rule language is put forward. Supporters of these contests, I understand, say that, that they were a form of population control for coyotes who otherwise might kill livestock. Now, that argument obviously was not persuasive to the members of the Fish and Wildlife Commission. Nobody voted against this. It was five to zero with one abstention. But what do you see as the, the population effects of these contests? Well, the science is clear on that. Coyote killing does not reduce coyote populations in the long term. When you think about it, people have been trying to exterminate coyotes for, you know, since the early 1800s, right? I mean, predator extermination programs were effective for species like gray wolves and grizzly bears, for example, that have very different biology. But the way coyotes have evolved is that they respond to exploitation by having larger litters, multiple litter in a, litters in a season, they um, respond to exploitation by growing their populations. So there's really no justification in terms of uh, trying to help livestock operators, which, as we said, already have the ability to control coyotes and other predators that are causing harm for their livestock. Plus, there's tons of, tons of non-lethal methods that can be used to prevent conflicts, like good animal husbandry. You know, a lot of times, livestock operators that have problems with predators, they leave out carcasses that attract carnivores. They um, have sick and injured and other weak livestock that also are easy easy kills for predators. So really, some, some just common sense good management of livestock can do a do a lot to prevent these types of conflicts with predators. What role do coyotes play within the ecosystem? They play a vital role in our healthy ecosystems. They perform free ecological services for us. We mostly they feed on rodents, and we know that mice and rats are transmitters of disease. They can damage agricultural crops. But even beyond you know, these, these ecological services that they provide. I know I just enjoy having coyotes on the landscape. They're a native, beautiful carnivore. And I think they make the world a more beautiful, diverse, and wild place to live. You know, we've talked so far exclusively about coyotes. But the vote five days ago is also going to lead to rules that ban the competitive killing of other unprotected mammals. My understanding from the release is that does not include bears, cougars, or wolves, but it didn't say what is included. I mean, are there currently or have there been recently competitive uh, sports of, of killing other unprotected mammals? I don't know about in Oregon specifically. Um, there have been contests in other states targeting squirrels, for example, raccoons. Uh, but really, coyotes is the is the most common target of these types of wildlife killing contests. And 
Oregon now will be the ninth state to have enacted uh, bans on these gruesome events. You know, we were talking earlier about your the the scientific or conserv conservation based arguments against these competitions. But I'm curious what you see as the moral dimensions here. Oh, for sure. I mean, the I'm really proud of Oregon for banning these contests. I think it does say something about changing values of uh, of 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 society. I mean, of hunters, but of society more broadly. That these uh, that ethics should play a role in wildlife management, and that suffering matters, and that we can do better in the way we treat um, animals and wildlife specifically. That there that even hunters should speak up when there is um, you know in inhumane aspects and using these you know unfair sporting techniques like the thermal vision and night vision and uh it really does lead to a situation where it's different than a you know a uh a, a, a hunter who really has to work for its for his or her kill. Colette Atkins, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Have a nice day. You too. Colette Atkins is the Carnivore Conservation Program Director at the Center for Biological Diversity. They were one of a number of groups that advocated successfully for a change. There was a 5-0 to zero vote recently by the Oregon Fish and Wildlife Commission to ban hunting contests for coyotes and other unprotected mammals on public lands in the state. If you don't want to miss any of our shows, you can listen on the NPR One app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Our nightly rebroadcast is at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. Have a great day. Think Out Loud is supported by Steve and Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, and Michael, Kristen, Andrew, and Anna Kern.